Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. And welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Oh, I'm, we got all kinds of, Daryl, all kinds of stuff are happening. It is an incredible time right now. We're having so much fun. And boy, Larry, you've had a rough week. You were slumming it down in San Diego earlier this week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, here, so full transparency, right? I've been in, I've grown up in Southern California my whole life but all in the Los Angeles marketplace. And I kept saying, man, you know, San, it just goes to show you how big California is. When I've been to San Diego, all of less than 10 fingers on my hands, right? So that just goes to show you that California is massively big. And I've been to San Diego my whole life less than 10 times. Well, hey, what about that? That was, that was really cool being a part of that earlier this week. You know, it, it was it was so nice to get to spend some time with a pharma company. And what made it really special was they really latched onto the message of selling from the heart in, in their line of work and to actually see the book come to life and to see the expressions on their face and taking the time to get to know their story and unpacking who they are and how that aligns to their customer and share their favorite customer stories by lunch, there was these, even some tears shed. And what made it feel really good is, you know what? The message around selling from the heart and what we're all about fits in like a velvet glove inside of any sales methodology, any sales methodology you have going on. And it's just, it's so heartwarming to know that when you bring sincerity and substance and you marry it with your heart, things start to happen. It's get to know who you are and then get to know your customers and watch what starts to happen. And I always say this, and you know this, Daryl, this stuff's not rocket science. Yeah, but it but is. We, but we turn it's it so into critical. rocket science. Yeah. And you know what, in today's, uh, in today's post trust world, if we, if we are not able to bring authenticity to the table in a world where people never we didn't have the highest level of trust as a profession to begin with, but today more than ever, bringing our hearts, bringing our real selves to the table is, is critical. And by the way, Hey, if you're new to the selling from the heart podcast, just welcome. You've joined a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, delivering real value. We call it selling from the heart. And Larry, you know, if you think about um, the world that we live in right now, one of the things that's certainly true, we're going to talk today about how to drive effective digital conversation, because that's really, really critical in today's world. But before we do, I just want to give a shout out and a tip of the hat to our good friends at Selling from the Heart, because in today's world of digital conversation, we found a way to actually get attention and say thank you in a very sincere and meaningful way. And that's actually by going a little bit old school combined with some new technology and sending our, our friends, our clients, our prospects, customized cards. No, for, that, <laughs> you're talking about send out cards because I, I think I heard you do a little bleep on that when you said our friends are selling from the heart. So that's oh, cool. Dude. We're our, dude. 
Dude, it's all good. It's it's this all This is live good. radio. Anything it's live, happen. so we're not. Hey, for all of our listeners, we're not doing retakes <laughs> on this one, so y'all can you know. Hundred percent authentic. <laughs> no, but, but you know, here, here's what's interesting is just what can we do? You know, we talk about driving authentic conversations, but how can we touch people in a different way through all these different means? And you know, the whole tip of the virtual hat to our friends that send out cards. Yes, for sure. I am telling you this. Nothing better than getting a personalized card where you can actually look at it, right? Not, and we're not discrediting a handwritten card, but what we are saying is just imagine if you took it up one more notch and you spent some time to find out something about somebody, what touches their heart, and you packaged it in a way and said, hey, you know what? I'm thinking about you. Yeah, it's it's so incredible, and and uh, if you want to give it a sh- uh, give it a try, go to uh, cards.sellingfromtheheart.net, and you can actually send your first card for free, or even better, amp it up one, send your address to me or Larry, and either and one we'll of us send you will one. send you a card. <laughs> and uh, no, it's it's been fantastic, and the response is amazing. But it really is a good transition to today's conversation, and and that's this. You know, we live in a world of digital communication. It's just the way we live. I um, communicate with my friends over Facebook Messenger. I, I, if I want to be in touch with my kid's life, I've got to be on Snapchat. And obviously, in today's business world, social is a critical part of our communication strategy with our clients, whether you're on LinkedIn with your clients, whether you're on Facebook, Instagram, um, or all of the above with your clients. The real question is, uh, and this is what we want to tackle today, is how do you drive effective conversation on these platforms? Look, anybody can click connect, Larry. Anybody can go, hey, be my friend, or anyone can follow. But how do we take these social communication platforms, how do we turn them into conversation starting engines for us? Well, I I think it's... You know, it goes back to this, and, and I saw this, and we've lived through it. We've walked through it, and I'm sharing stuff because I've walked through it. Daryl, you've walked through it. Is You're right. It's easy to connect, but it's been ever so difficult to truly connect. Right. And I think, th- I think this is where, you know, we talk a lot about authenticity mm-hmm. here, but if you can just position yourself, there's certain steps, right, that, that I just think that salespeople really, and leaders for that matter, need to take is we need to take, you know, if somebody wants to get engaged in a conversation with you, you got to walk, talk, and look the part. Yeah, that's the first step for that's sure. The first, that's the first step, and it's hard, right? So I'm thinking like an executive for a moment. Okay. Is... If I if I'm an executive and I have some salesperson, some sales leader connecting to me, the first thing I'm going to do is just because we live in this world where we don't trust anyone. Maybe before I accept that connect, I'm going to go look at this person real quick. If that yes. you know if that person can't pass the sniff test, then then why should I get engaged in a conversation? So it goes back to and we've talked about it on prior podcasts. How do you authentically position yourself? How do you do all this? To me, once you do that, it almost becomes easy to start that conversation. Yeah, you need to look like a person that people want to talk to. And, you know, Larry, you always joke about the digital dress code. And, you know, I I think if I walked into a a C-suite wearing, you know, cut off shorts and a tank top, I might be the smartest uh, person in the world. I might have incredible advice 
for for that executive. But the reality is the dress code's going to get me shut down before I even get to open my mouth. Well, well, but here's the thing is I always ask, I always ask salespeople is do impressions matter to you? Do first impressions matter to you? hundred percent, hundred percent they do. So that being said, if in first impressions matter in the world that we live in today, mm-hmm. we have to walk, talk, act the part and make that great first impression online. It's massively, massively, massively critical to what we do. And some of us may not be thinking about it that way because it hasn't happened. Well, quite frankly, probably has, you just don't know about it. But if we can become hypersensitive to how we walk, talk and act online, then when we do connect with somebody, what we have to start thinking about is we're always in sales mode. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that we as salespeople shouldn't always be in sales mode. That's part of our job is to sell. But the hardest part is how do I open that conversation in the most human manner that's going to connect with somebody that that somebody feels comfortable enough that over time, they're going to start sharing information with us. Absolutely. And, you know, any relationship begins with conversation. It's just the way it is, right? We, this is how relationships are formed. I can't, you know, I challenge you to think of any relationship in your life where you, where you haven't had conversation. Now, keep in mind, conversation in 2020 is not just face-to-face. It's not just over the phone. Conversation happens by text message. It happens over social. So, um, you know, I think the real, the real challenge that we have as sales professionals right now is, is to shift our mindset in terms of how we drive conversation online. Because, look, I guarantee any savvy sales rep, um, it doesn't matter what you're selling. The first time you meet somebody and the first sentence that comes out of your mouth is not going to be, hey, do you want to meet with me to talk about my product? <laughs> no. just, you know, that's not going to work for you in a face-to-face. It's not going to work for, for you in an elevator, in a networking event. It's not going to work for you anywhere. Uh, so face-to-face, but why, you know, we've got to come up with something better in a digital environment other than, you know, making that first impression. Do you want to buy my product? Yeah, but here, here's what's here's what's interesting. And, you know, we all talk about outbound, outbound and outbound prospecting and it plays a massive part in what we do as as inside the sales world. But here's what I want people to start thinking about how often and, and this is a gut check time and it's not to downplay it at all whatsoever. But I'm I'm doing some work with a lot of inside sales teams who bang phones all day long. Mm hmm. And I will ask them, you know, how many phone calls are you tasked to make on a daily basis? And the numbers, the number could be 60, could be 80, it could be 100, right? Depending Mm -hmm. on the nature of the inside sales team. Okay, well, then my next question is, is out of those calls, how many are you getting to that decision maker? That's somebody who can say yes or no, tell me more, that type of thing. Right. And the number is startlingly low, right? Right. I mean, it's single digits low. So I said, okay, then that being said, what are you doing with the other misses, right? Right. Leaving voicemails or you hang up and you call back again, however you want to do it, follow it with an email, that, that type of two touch sequence. Mm -hmm. What happens afterwards? This is where digital conversations come into play. And the reason why I'm saying this is I AB test this all the time Mm -hmm. because 
just as with sales, I mean, we're growing our business as selling from the heart and we got to use all these methods to reach out and get our message out there. But what's right. really, what's really fascinating. And I'm really starting to see this is over the last couple of weeks, how many executives are reaching out to me through a LinkedIn message center, through a Facebook messenger, through an Instagram direct message. It's really interesting. And why am I saying this is because digital conversations happen in so many different ways that we have to start looking at it is if I authentically position myself really well and I'm driving and engaging in great conversation, I've already built up enough. Hey, I want to have a conversation with this person. So it's really interesting. Can I, 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 I have to share this story because this is actually pretty fascinating. There's a, there's an executive of a technology company I've been trying to get in touch with. Mm -hmm. We're connected on social. We've mm -hmm. actually had other conversations via zoom, right? Mm -hmm. Well, all of a sudden those conversations kind of petered out, things have happened and everything just got put on back burner. Messages weren't getting returned. Messages weren't getting returned. So then all of a sudden I started to surround this person, but in a positive way. So what did that look like specifically? So it, it looked like I followed him and his company on LinkedIn. I followed him and his company on Twitter. I followed Good. him and his company on Facebook. I followed right. him and his company on Twitter. Okay. And then occasionally they would start commenting on certain things. Mm -hmm. I go, you know what? We agreed to speak a couple of weeks ago and for whatever our travel reasons, his travel reasons, it just didn't happen. So a couple of days ago, I saw that he had commented on an Instagram story I put out there. He just got, right. he viewed it. Yeah. So then my direct message was, hey, selling from the heart's coming after you with a smiley face. <laughs> right? right. Yeah, five minutes, right. Five, dude, five minutes later, this person sent me a message inside my LinkedIn message center Say, hey, I totally apologize. Things have gotten a little crazy. Let's yeah. open up our calendars right now when we nailed down a time. Why am I saying this? It's not here to pat myself on the back and say, hey, look at me. Look at what I did. It's to say, you know what? Works. It works. And, but, and, and you know, here I am, a 55-year-old guy, right? Now I'm throwing it out there. But right. we, regardless of age, we have to be willing. The 2020 sales team must walk, talk, and act differently than that Absolutely. sales team of 2000, 2009, and even 2015. And we got to, we got to open up our minds to this. <laughs> so I, I can, you know, I, the, uh, now, I'm fired, dude, remover, now I'm fired up. Yeah, now this is great. I mean, the excuse remover, right? Larry, there's no executives on social. There's no Instagrams only for, you know, millennials. Okay. No. Right. And you go, well, not all of my executives are on, on social. Well, guess what? They're not. They don't. They're not. And they're also not all picking up the phone yet. You're willing to, you know, get X single digit percent return on your dialing. So, you know, this is just another way to go out and, and we got to remove some of these excuses. Larry, I was laughing the other night with my a new book that's coming out here in the next couple of months I'm working on a project um, in my passion is revenue growth engine. I'm, you know, I'm a marketing and, and sales nerd. Uh, so I've been working on this book and I've got a certain audience of people that, um, that I want to get meetings with and talk with about, uh, about where that, you know, just in the direction of that business. And so um, what I've been doing, and this is driving digital conversation, right? I know the, I know the people I want to get a hold of and I did exactly, I followed your cue. I socially surrounded them. 
um, started following on Twitter, started following on, uh, on, on uh, LinkedIn, some on Facebook as well. And I'm just sitting the other night watching, I don't know, who knows what on TV, you know, and, and hitting my Twitter and looking for opportunities to just comment and reshare interesting things from these different people that I'm following that I want to get a hold of. And, um, you know, I, I reshare something, comment on something, the guy comments back. Next thing you know, I think it was 1030 at night, Larry, and you know, I'm not very awake at 1030 at night. But at 1030 at night, right there on Twitter, instant message, uh, hey, you know what, we should grab a digital cup of coffee sometime and, and uh, bounce these ideas around. Two minutes later, boom, 1030 at night, I set an appointment with, with someone that I wanted to meet with on Twitter. And no, this person wasn't a millennial. They had gray hair uh, there, you know, and, and nothing wrong. I mean, we have millennial decision makers out there as well. I just want to make the point that you can do this and it's all around engaging in conversation. I, I know in your, your instance, you know, you weren't out there going, uh, you need to hire me to do a workshop with your sales team. And, you know, let me talk to you about the selling from the heart experience. And you weren't doing that. You're driving genuine conversation. I was as well. It led to, in both cases, uh, a digital meeting because that's the way we work nowadays as well. And, uh, and now that this, you know, in both cases, the sales cycle has moved forward and uh, all of it is happening incredibly efficiently. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing that concerns me and, and I really want to stress it is it doesn't necessarily have to be a sales conversation right no. away. In it's fact, just a regular conversation, but he, here's what, so what, here, are, what are some examples? I just, I really want to pause on this because I think sometimes you know, salespeople are listening going, okay, you guys are talking about digital conversation, but what is, what does that mean? So what are some more examples in terms of, of how you've been engaging? If you just even think back to the last week, you told the Instagram story, I told my, um, my Twitter story. What are, what are some examples on, on how this is happening, maybe on Facebook or LinkedIn for you? So I, I, I mean, I'll, I'm, I'm going to use an example. I'll just use, uh, let me just use LinkedIn for an example. I, I, yeah. I, and I want, and I want to share this because content does create a conversation, but there's something that we're missing with this. Right. And, and, and I want to peel this back is uh, I love to share content because I like to engage people. I like to educate people. I like to throw out what's in my head and throw it out there in a way that gets people to, to engage with it. So a lot of the, and you know, I write blogs every week. Right. So everybody who likes it or throws a comment on it, I'm proactively looking at that going, okay, now I'm peeling it back a little bit. Who are all the likes? Who are all the comments? Who shared it? Is that somebody that fits the persona? Is that somebody I'd like to get to know? Right. And if it is, then I'm reaching out and I'm at, if they're, if they're not connected, I'm asking them to connect, but where I'm driving the conversation around is that specific piece of content, that specific blog, that specific article that I put out there, because that's what caused that person to take notice of it. That's so right. it, could, it could just be as simple as, I'm glad you found this article useful. I'm glad you liked it. What resonated with it? 
I've already built up the credibility and all that. And, and you as salespeople already done that if you've built out your, your profiles. But then the key is, is how did that resonate with you? Yeah. Maybe over the next couple of weeks, if you don't mind, hey, it's totally up to you. But would you be open-minded just to share what that means with you? I'd like to share some additional insight that may peel this article back even farther. Are you open to it? Yeah, absolutely. Well, so you see, so where, talking- do you see, do you see where I'm going with this? It's just, it's the, it's the little transition questions and comments that I think help bridge those, those conversation starters. You see where I'm yeah. going with this? Yeah, absolutely. So let me tell you another way to go about this. You're talking about writing articles and I write articles as well. And I know, you know, as much as, as we're advocates for if, if you and I can write an article, anyone can write an article um, and salespeople should be writers, you don't have to be. And here's, no. here's, here's another way that, that I drive conversation. I'm looking at my notification feed right now in LinkedIn and I've got seven uh, notifications since we've started this podcast. And I'm looking here and probably five of them are opportunities for conversation. And here's, here's how I do it, Larry. You know, I sit down I eat content for breakfast. What do I mean? When I have breakfast, I sit with my iPad. I have um, an app. I use Feedly. You can use Flipboard or whatever app. You can just go to Google, but I follow certain topics. You know I'm interested in sales, obviously, marketing, leadership. When I find an interesting article, I'll throw it out there on my LinkedIn feed. And since I'm busy all day long, like most people that listen to this podcast, um, what I actually do is I use a service. I use Hootsuite. You could use um, uh, I'm sorry, I use Buffer. You could use Hootsuite. It doesn't matter. And I just drip out four or five articles over the day and interesting things I find interesting and I'll comment on them. And uh, I'm noticing right now that, you know, just in the stuff that I've dripped out over the last couple of days, I've got literally right now four or five things in my LinkedIn feed that when we get done recording this podcast, in two or three minutes, I'll comment back and I guarantee you I'll get at least one appointment, one face-to-face conversation off those, those ideas that I put out there. And to me, Larry, this is kind of like fishing. Um, when I was a kid, I used to go fishing a lot. And the way my dad taught me to fish is you put a worm on the hook and then you put the little bobber in the water. Did you ever go fishing with a little red bobber? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Social is kind of like that. What I'll do every morning at breakfast, I'll just throw a bunch of lines in the water. And uh, throughout the day, that bobber will tip up and down. That's my notifications in LinkedIn and Facebook. Um, and, and those are opportunities to, uh, to drive conversation. And when I see those opportunities, then I can comment back to that person. I can send them a direct message. I could text them. I mean, I've got all kinds of different ways to communicate. I could send them an email. It just doesn't matter. But I've got now signals, the bobbers popping up and down. I go, you know what? Let's drive conversation. You know what's brilliant to me about this, Larry, is it happens so easily and efficiently. Like I can reply back to somebody in 15 seconds, less time than it would take to even look up their phone number, let alone dial the phone. It's really efficient. Yeah. But so, you know, and and I agree. And, and whether you write your own, whether you recreate it, there's enough content out there already for the average salesperson never even have to do anything other than just curate other people's content, add something to it. Add some value. And, and, and add some value to it. Yeah. But here, here's the thing is, 
where on earth can you drive multiple conversations at the same time? Right. You can with digital, right? Absolutely. When you're on, when you're on the phone, you're on the phone. It's one-to-one, you're on that phone. Yeah. But just think about it. Digital conversations, you could be doing multiple conversations at the same time. Well, and so I was talking about throwing out content out there to every, if you think about every conversation revolves around a topic, right? We're going to talk about the Dodgers. We're going to talk about the weather. We're going to talk about, you know, any number of things. We're going to talk about a a business idea. We're going to talk about a book. We're going to talk about something we read. We're going to talk about our latest trip to, um, Mexico, what, whatever it is, every conversation starts with a topic. The beautiful thing is when you share content, you're throwing out topics people can talk about. Likewise, if you'll just spend a little bit of time every day doing the scroll and paying attention to what the people you want to meet with are talking about, then you've got opportunities to engage in conversations around the topics they find interesting. Yeah, that starts with a like and it goes to a comment. And those things, you know, they don't always work, but hey, neither does the phone. (laughs) And we still have to use the phone, but get out there at a minimum, just like that phone call that doesn't get answered. It's going to, you know, at least maybe leave an impression with the voicemail. Even if your social comment doesn't get answered, you're getting visibility with that person and you're pinging on their radar. And, you know, as a sales rep, the worst case scenario is actually a good scenario on social and it takes seconds. No. And and I agree. And it goes back to what are we prospecting for? And it, and it goes back to inconsistencies with everything. So most of us, because we've been inconsistent over time with our prospecting, we're prospecting for a deal right now. We got to find deals. And I understand that you got to fill your funnel for the here and now. Right. But if, if you consistently every single day, think in the back of my head, you know what? Every single day, I got to kickstart new conversations, new conversations, new conversations, yes. marry it in with the things that I'm already doing. Yes. Because it goes back to, you know, and I think you're going to know what I'm going to say right now, but if you want to have an ever flowing sales funnel, you got to have an ever flowing relationship funnel. And what works is every single day, making that commitment, that I'm going to kickstart conversations and these conversations can start in multitude of different ways. And we all know that we could, we could rattle it off and we could say, okay, how many different ways are there to start a conversation? And, you know, we could sit and pencil this thing out or write it on a board or digitally write it on a board. It doesn't matter. Most salespeople are going to come up with 10, 12, 13 different ways to drive a conversation. But Mm. then when we peel it back and peel it back and peel it back, how many of them are you religiously consistently using? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what, and that's what I want us to think about is I remember having a conversation with, with somebody and this sales leader says, you know what? I don't know if we understand what a 2020 salesperson looks like, how they act, walk, talk, and breathe. And it's really interesting. But if you ask them, what does a 1999 or what does a 2000, 10 sales rep look like they'll be able to say well this is what they look like yeah because that's how they're acting and i'm not here to 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 say anything you know negative or disrespect anybody but i think we have to open up as sales leaders and sales people say you know what 
it's 2020. Our customers have changed. The buyers have changed. Our approach as salespeople and how we do our job has changed. So we got to be able to roll with the times. That is so true. So here's what I want to challenge everybody with. We've, we've thrown a lot of different things out there. And I know you might be listening to this podcast going, where do I start? Here's where you start. Pick one thing. Pick one thing that stood out to you that Larry and I do. And, and if you want some help with it, just message us. We'll, we'll show you how to do it. If, if, uh, you know, if you want, if you want your sales team to get some help with it, um, you know, ping Larry and, and Larry will come work with your sales team on, on driving conversation. But, you know, this pick one thing and get started. Um, that's what we want you to do is just pick one thing from this conversation and get started driving digital conversation. And I think you'll be surprised at how efficient and how effective it can be. And man, we could talk about this all day long. I've got eight other things uh, I could say, but guess what? We've run up against our time. And uh, I just want to say a sincere thank you to, to everybody out there. Uh, it, is, it is so much fun seeing the reviews on the Selling from the Heart podcast. And by the way, if you haven't dropped us a review, please do. Um, it's not to feed Larry's ego. It's already big enough. Uh, it's just, <laughs> dude, I, I, dude, I checked my ego out at the door decades ago, man. I'm messing with you, Larry. But what it does do is it helps us get placement inside iTunes and Stitcher and all the different, whatever platform you listen on. It helps us spread the message, uh, which we'd really appreciate if you helped us spread the message uh, because we're gathering a revolution of uh, authentic sales professionals. And this is a really cool time. So until next week, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value, drive some digital conversation, and most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.